888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Hello and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from learningwithleslie.com. And this is the podcast where we, where you learn, I learn, we all learn about internet marketing, building online businesses, social networking, traffic generation, blogging, all that good jazz. <laughs> I am excited today, as usual. This is actually the last episode I am recording from where I live right now. Well, where I live until tomorrow. I'm going to be moving tomorrow to my new job, to my new location. I'm very excited about that. There's so much happening in my life right now. And it's just, you know, interesting to see what blogging can do, what, how life can change and all that good jazz. Anyhow. Today I'm going to be talking about something very significant. I'm going to be talking about how to grow your business, your online business, while you have a full-time job. And really, I'm just talking about managing stuff in a way that you can get a lot done in the shortest amount of time. Well, you know what I mean. So yeah, this episode today was actually... Oh, before I talk about that, this is... I told you this is the last episode from where I am right now, and I don't know how this is going to sound because I'm in my studio, but there's no furniture, there's no acoustic foam on the walls or anything like that, like I usually have. So I'm talking right now, and I'm hearing my voice resounding and echoing in my room. (laughs) Well, not echoing, I'm hearing a lot of reverb. So if it sounds a little different, If the quality isn't as good, then you know why that is. It might not sound any different to you, or it might not sound any different in reality, but I'm not sure. I guess we're going to see when it all comes out. Anyhow, the episode today is actually answering a call. Uh, Not a call. Well, yeah, a call that was a voicemail that was left on the hotline. John from Ask John English called in two questions. And his second question was so significant that I, I decided that I'm going to record the... I'm, I'm going to deal with that question on this entire episode. So that's really how this came about. So I just want to encourage some of you guys out there. I know there are a number of you that are listening that might have a question about internet marketing. Call it into the hotline. Here's the number. 888-835-2414. And you never know. I, I just might record an entire episode just to answer your question. Um, this, this podcast is really, um, it's not just me talking a whole bunch of stuff. It's me trying to help you guys. And I, I'm learning in the process, but it's us trying to help each other improve our online businesses, get better at internet marketing, and all that good stuff. So if you have any questions, feel free to call it in and I will deal with your questions on the show. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play John's questions and um, then I'll take it from there. So take it away, John. G'day, Leslie. 
First of all, congratulations on your new position. That's really awesome. Uh, this is John from Ask John English, by the way. Um, I have two questions. The first one is, I wonder what you think about um, plugins that um, claim to increase the speed of loading your blog, things like um, W3 Total Cache and things like that. Do you recommend or have any experience or knowledge about whether they're worth using or not? Um, and the other question I have is about, I'm curious about how you manage to do all the stuff you do. I mean, you're, um, it seems to me you've got at least three blogs that you're working on, and the main one being interactive biology. Um, I know that you know it's easy to talk about prioritizing and time and all that, but um, I was wondering if you'd be willing to share your average day. I mean, you must get up like 4 o'clock in the morning and go to bed at 1 a.m. or something. Um, the reason I'm asking is that I'm having trouble working on my day where to fit in the time to get done what he's doing. So a real example would be helpful if if you're willing to share that. Anyway, all the best, mate, in the new job, and um, take care. Bye. All right, John, thank you so much for calling in those questions. I'm going to deal with the first one. Um, you, you asked about the, the plugins like W3 Total Cash. Now, before... Let, let me talk a little bit about what those plugins do. Um, when you come to a website, you, you open up your browser and you type in www.learningwithlesley.com and you go to that website, there are a number of things that are happening. You're loading a number of things. You're loading the text, the images, the styling, the layout. There's some scripts that are running in the background. There's PHP scripts, HTML, and all that stuff. And every time you come to a website, it takes time in order for that website to be displayed. And, of course, depending on your Internet connection, that's going to vary significantly. If you live where I, <laughs> I live right now, you're going to have crappy Internet speeds. And um, it takes a little longer to load regular websites. Um, fortunately, now that I'm moving, <laughs> that's going to be much better. So I'm excited about that. Anyhow, I got a little distracted there. Sorry about that. Um, so, yes, that all takes time. Now, there's a system that's called Cache or Cache. I'm not sure how you say it, but it's C-A-C-H-E. And um, what that does is your browser can be set to... To, whenever you come to a website and you load the stuff that you're loading, the images and so on, you can store um, the images and different elements of the website locally so that when you come back to the site, you don't have to wait for everything to lo load from the server that it's loading from. So you're storing some locally so you can have quick access and you'll probably notice um, in ma on many sites, the first time you go there, it takes a long time to load but or a, a longer time to load. But the next time you come there, it loads a little faster. If you press refresh, it loads faster because some of those files, some of the aspects of that site are stored locally in your cache. All right, so when that happens, it makes your site a little faster. 
Now, WordPress. WordPress is a, a pretty complex script. Of course, it, it involves PHP and HTML. You have images and all that kind of stuff. So by installing these plugins, you allow, you're setting your WordPress installation up to take advantage of this caching situation. So what do I think about these plugins? I think these plugins are great because really when it comes to the internet and, and technology today, if things don't happen just like that, um, someone comes to a website and it takes uh, a few seconds to load and they get impatient and they move on to another one. So by having these plugins installed, um, you are kind of maximizing your impact in terms of um, how, how long your page takes to load. The, the quicker it loads, the better it is for the website visitors. That also helps some with search engine rankings. Um, when Google sees that your site um, loads faster, that does give it somewhat of an edge. Exactly how much? I'm not sure. I, I did not determine the Google algorithm or anything of that sort. But that does influence a number of different things. I have had these caching pl plugins installed on my blog. I have had some technical difficulties with them. Um, one of, for example, um, when I installed that, uh, when I had one installed and I went to make some changes to my blog and I was testing it out, I wasn't seeing the changes because the old version was stored in cache and so on, and I disabled the plugin. And I never really um, re-enabled it uh, because I'm not too into um, the, the technology behind it, so I'm not sure about all the settings that I'm supposed to have and so on, but I will be putting that back on my blog sometime soon when I have the time to figure it all out and so on. So, hey, I encourage you to install the plugin. Check it out and see how it works on your site. You'll probably notice a significant difference in loading time, and that's always a good thing. So, yeah, I definitely recommend it. I know a lot of people that use it, and it definitely does help uh, your WordPress site load quickly. So that's your first question about the cache plugins, the caching plugins. Now let's get to the second part, and that has to do with getting stuff done. Really, that's what it's all about. Now, um, you mentioned some of the things that I'm doing online, and I'm, I just want to reiterate just so, so that you can have an understanding. Whoever, if you're listening right now, you have an understanding of the things that I'm doing online. Um, of course, I have this podcast here at learningwithlesley.com, and this is where I talk about internet marketing and all the different things relating to that. I, I, I think the internet is such a powerful tool that we can use, Not uh, and this is not just to make money online, but this is to change the world. There's so much that we can do with the tools that we have today that it's just crazy. So I use this podcast to help um, educate people and to discuss things, and I do interviews once in a while, and I will be doing more interviews once um, things settle down. So that's, that's one aspect of what I'm doing. Of course, I have my seven-day boot camp where I I walk people through the process of setting up websites um, uh, using WordPress, of course, so setting up a blog and how to, how to do it the right way and drive traffic and, and make money from that blog, how to put good content on that blog, and so on. And that's at 7daybootcamp.net. And then, of course, I have my biology website, 
um, at interactive-biology.com. And that's one of the main things that I'm currently doing online. Um, that's where I put biology videos to help people, and it's been helping people all over the world. Um, then I'm also a columnist for Entrepreneur's Journey at entrepreneurs-journey.com, and I write articles there on internet marketing, online business, and so on. And um, those are some of the things that I'm doing. To be perfectly honest, I'm doing a number of other, <laughs> other things. I have a music ministry online uh, because I play the piano and my wife sings. And we've partnered with a, another guy, a friend of ours that does music. Uh, if you want to check that out, it's at AdonaiMusic.com. Yeah, AdonaiMusic.com. And it, it, I'll just stop there. Let's just say I'm doing a lot of different things. So the question there is how in the world do you do so much, um, especially when I have a full-time job, and, and my full-time job is a, a full-time job. I've been teaching at a high school, um, a boarding school, science and math, and teaching biology, physics, geometry, algebra, consumer math, <laughs> and then because of the boarding school, you have supervision duties and a whole bunch of stuff, and you know, I want to be real with you. I don't want to make it seem as if, oh man, I figured out this amazing secret and I have things all together. In actuality, I don't have it all together and I struggle sometimes in just trying to balance my time in a way that um, I'm getting the stuff done online on my different sites. Um, I'm doing my job well. Uh, I'm, I'm spending time with my wife and, uh, you know, eventually we're going to have a family and, you know, you want to make sure to spend time with your family. So how do you balance all of that? That's a struggle. But along the way, I've learned a few things and I want to share um, some of those things with you. And I hope it helps you in what you're trying to do online Um so yeah, let me just get into it. Now, I know, I know, John, you mentioned you, it's easy to get theoretical about priorities and so on, but I do want to start with the theoretical, the theoretical, and then get to some of the practical things in terms of how I schedule my day, what I do, when I do it, and how I'm able to do the different things that um, I'm doing. The first thing I want to say about it is Especially if you're just starting, if you're getting things going and so on, do not do what I'm doing. Don't spread yourself thin. It's better to focus on one thing and just put all of your energy into growing that one thing. I started with one thing, I added on another one, and I added on another one, and now I'm involved in all these different things. And quite frankly, that's not the best thing to be doing right now. If I want to have maximum impact, what I should be doing is focusing on one of those things, building it to where it's sustaining itself fully, and then if I want to move on to something, um, then I can move on to something. Now, I'm relatively comfortable because my lear learning with Leslie and um, Seven Day Boot Camp, they don't really take that much time investment from me, even though they're high impact. All right, so that being said, the, first, the, the, the next thing I want to talk about is th that you need to make certain decisions. And the decisions are what needs to be done and what does not need to be done. 
in your business? What are your priorities? What are the main things that get the most effect, the greatest effect? And I've had to ask myself this question and I've had to look at the things that I've been doing and you know, you spend time um, making content and um, checking email, updating Facebook and Twitter and um, networking with others. Uh, and there's just so many different things that you can be doing when it comes to Internet marketing, making videos, writing blog posts, doing some article marketing, um, commenting on blogs, keeping up on other blogs and so on. For me, I had to look at these things and realize that the most important thing for me is content. And once I realized that that's the most important thing, that is what I need to spend a majority of my time on. And that's something that I want to encourage you to do. And then the next thing is there are certain things that need to be done in your business, but you don't need to be the one doing it. And that's something very significant to figure out. And if you can afford it, I highly recommend outsourcing. And I'll give you an example. When I make my biology videos, I make my biology videos, I edit my biology videos, I upload them to YouTube, and that's it. I don't touch my blog, I don't do my transcription, I don't you know, do any of that kind of stuff. I have an outsourcer that's from the Philippines, and I send her a message and say, hey, there's a new video posted, here's the link. Uh, or actually have her subscribe to my YouTube channel and she can see when a, a new video is posted. And then what she does, and, and she's great at this, I mean, she's, I'm, I'm just so thrilled with her, um, and I, I, I hope she's going to be with me forever. <laughs> um, but then what she does is she goes, she listens to the, she watches the video, she makes a transcript of it, then she um, posts the video to my blog, she puts the transcripts there, she links any of the relevant words in that um, transcript to previous episodes and so on, and then she basically manages my blog. So what I do at my blog is I respond to comments. When someone comments, I go and I respond to it. But in terms of getting everything on the blog, that, that's very important but I do not have to do it. That's something that is technical. Um, you, if you can follow the steps, you can do it. So I outsource that to someone, and she does a very good job at it. So um, that is definitely a big point. So number one, decide what needs to be done and what does not need to be done. If it does not need to be done, then don't do it. If there are things that need to be done that you don't have to do, if you can afford to do so, outsource it. And a lot of us think about outsourcing and we say, oh, I don't have the money to do it. But you'd be surprised. You can get someone for uh, next to nothing, relatively inexpensively, and get so much more done to where, at least in the long run, and sometimes even in the short run, you are making more money than you would have made if you did it on your own. So that's the next thing. Another very important part of what I do is I like to batch process. And I'm learning to do this more and more. I don't do this perfectly. But when it comes to content, I batch process. You are listening to this episode right now, and you are probably listening to it in the somewhere around the end of July. I'm probably this episode will be posted on the 26th of July. But I'm recording this right now on July 7. 
and I have my episode for July 12th recorded, July 19th recorded, and this is going to be for July 26th. Um, so you're listening to this sometime either July 26th or sometime after that, some, maybe sometime way in the future. But the main idea is what I've done, at least for this summer especially because there's so many things happening, is I batch processed these podcasts. I went and I say, okay, today I'm going to try to record two or three episodes. And then I have the next few weeks taken care of for learning with Leslie. Um, writing for Entrepreneur's Journey. I have the next month of content already done. And that's because I took two days and I said, you know what, I need to get this out of the way. I'm going to just write a few articles. And I wrote those articles and I um, uploaded them to Entrepreneur's Journey. And then they're going to take care of scheduling it. So for the next month, I don't really need to do any content there. So as you can see, by doing that, now I have time to work on some other things. I've made a decision over this summer for my interactive biology website to slow down working on that. I used to try to do a video every weekday, but now I'm just going to be doing one a week. Some weeks I haven't done any, and that's because I'm working on a very big project right now that I, <laughs> I keep hinting too, but I, I can't say anything about it right as yet. It's the biggest thing that I've worked on to date when it comes to internet marketing, and I'm really excited about it. But now that I've done all those things and I have pretty much the next month of content done for Learning with Leslie, Entrepreneur's Journey, um, I can focus on making those videos that I need to make um, for this huge product that I'm working on behind the scenes. So batch processing is very important, especially when you have a full-time job. Um, and not only when you have a full-time job, especially if you're trying to get a lot done. If you're going to be making videos, try to make a significant amount in a short period of time. If you're going to be writing, write a significant amount in a short period of time. If you're responding to email, this is where I still struggle. <laughs> but if you're responding to email, don't respond to every email as they come out. Um, if you check your email maybe once or twice a day, that's the most efficient. You get much more done and you waste less time. That's very important. Now, so let's talk about my how I typically do things on a typical day because I have a full-time job. And my job actually starts at 7.30 in the morning and I get home sometime, usually after 4 in the afternoon. Um, maybe sometimes a little earlier, but usually sometime after 4. So let me kind of just run you through what a typical day for me looks like. I wake up at, oh man, <laughs> earlier this year I woke up at 5.00. And then I went to Columbia and my system got thrown off. But let's, let's go to my 5 o'clock schedule. I woke up at 5. When I woke up at 5, I take a shower, get ready. Um, I have my devotions. Um, I spend some time doing that. And then I come and I start working on my online business for about a half hour to an hour. I might check some email. If I'm working on content, I'll try to get the content 
try to get maybe a little article done or part of an article done. Or if I'm editing a video and I have that um, to do still, I finish up the editing, finish up the editing of my podcast, post my podcast and all that kind of stuff. I do that for a little bit of time first thing in the morning. Then I go to work. I go to work and I do what I have to do. Um, sometime around midday, I check back online uh, around noon, not midday. Around noon after lunch, um, actually around 12.30, I'd go online um, and check on anything that needs to be done. So if I need to um, finish editing something or finish writing something, I do some of that for about a half hour to an hour. Then I continue working and at the end of my day, I come home. When I come home, I spend a few hours, I get home before my wife, so I spend a few hours, sometimes one hour, sometimes two or three, working on my online business. My wife comes home, we relax a little bit, and then before I go to sleep, I spend maybe another hour wrapping things together, okay? And how I used to schedule my stuff, um, I try to take advantage of Sundays, during the school year, now school is out, but during the school year, Sunday would be my biology day. And what I would do on Sunday is I'd record five videos all day Sunday. So I'd spend the day just recording those videos, get them done, get them edited as far as possible. Sometimes I'd get three out of the five edited and then I'd upload them to TubeMogul, which is where I upload them first before I send them to YouTube. So Sunday biology day, get it done, get it ready to publish. And then, of course, if I have five videos, I post one Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So that's my Sunday. And then Monday, because I try to re um, release my podcast for Learning with Leslie on Tuesday, on Monday, when I come home in the evening, I usually record a podcast so that it's ready to go for Tuesday morning. Then, Writing for Entrepreneur's Journey, I do that on the other days. If I have something else that I need to write, I do that on the other days. But by batch processing, I'm, com I'm coming back to that because that's very significant. I batch process my biology videos, do them all on one day, have them done for the rest of the week. Because I know that once I get to work and all that kind of stuff, I'm not going to have as much time for it. So that's kind of how I... I do what I do online, um, and it's, it's hard to manage it all sometimes, and sometimes I wish that I only focused on one thing, only focused on my biology blog, or only focused on learning with Leslie, um, but I love biology so much, so I can't stop doing that, and I love sharing this information with you guys so much that I can't stop doing this either. Now, another part of how I'm able to do this is I actually, I've actually invested in equipment for my podcast. And if I'm recording a 30-minute podcast, it takes me about 35 minutes to do everything from start to finish. Um, the, the, when I play in the, 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 so the sounds, when I do this, 888-835-2414. That's not something that I'm adding in after the fact. I'm doing that in real time uh, because of the equipment that I have. 
And by making that investment, it's made it possible for me to do this podcast as regularly as I do it. If I had to go in and edit it and add in the sounds, add in the music, add in the calls and so on, I would not be able to do this. When I, when I look at what I'm doing online, I treat it as a business. And you know, we tend to think that, okay, well, because it's an internet business, we don't have to invest any money into it. But I found that that's not necessarily true. If you want to do good quality stuff, if you want to save yourself time, you're going to have to invest some money. You're going to have to invest in outsourcing. You're going to have to invest in equipment if you're going to be doing a podcast and you want to do it quickly. I don't edit my podcast. I've probably, since I got this equipment, I think I've edited one episode. And that's because I have my mixer here, I have my digital recorder here, I have my laptop. I actually have two laptops. I don't really need two, but I have one to play the sounds, one that I can look at the notes. Um, and I have everything set up and routed so that it doesn't take much time for me to do it. I'm just having a conversation right now. And this does not seem like work to me. I'm answering a question that John left and it doesn't seem like work. And maybe that's why I'm able to do it because I'm passionate about it and I have the stuff that I need to get things done. So if there are things that you can invest in to help yourself do what you're doing better, I would encourage you to do it. You know, if you're starting a business that's not online, uh, there's so many expenses. You got to get an office sometimes, depending on what you're doing, get equipment, get merchandise, inventory, and all that kind of stuff. And that takes a significant amount of time. And, you know, my fear is that a lot of people try to get into it. In, man, I'm just going on a tangent now. But I'm, I'm passionate about this because my fear is a lot of people get into internet marketing and they say, well, it's just a website. It's no big deal. I don't have to spend money to update it. I don't have to spend money on a nice design and outsourcing on equipment and all that kind of stuff. And to me, if you're treating this as a business, you need to treat it as a business. You need to schedule things so that you can get them done. You need to get equipment if the equipment is going to help you. Now, I know that everyone can't Everyone can't afford to do this. Everyone can't afford to get a mixer and a digital recorder. And sometimes uh, you have to start much smaller. And that's exactly how I did it. When I started online, I started with $3. That's all I had. And I've never, I've in, I invested the $3 in what I was doing and I made a few extra dollars and I made $20. Then I grew it to $40 and then 50 and then 100 and then a few hundred and a few thousand. And then based on that, I was able to expand my business. And that's what I encourage you to do. Treat it as a business. When it comes to managing your time, when it comes to managing your resources, treat it as a business and get stuff done. The internet just, uh, the barrier of entry, the barrier to entry is so much lower today than it has ever been in the history of mankind. You don't have to buy as much as you need. You don't have to, in, uh, as you needed, you don't have to invest as much money. And I'm saying the same thing over again, but I'm just wanting, I just want to re-emphasize that. Treat it as a business. Schedule stuff. Get the stuff that you need. Invest in people. Invest in your business and get stuff done.
I think that's all I need to say. So I'm going to wrap this up a little bit. And there you have my music starting to play in the background. My mixer that I'm um, turning up the volume just a little bit. And that allows me to do what I'm doing. So I hope that answered your question, John. Um, let me know in the comments, not just John, but you who are listening to this. I hope you got a lot of value from it. This is the reason why I'm doing this podcast. It's not, it's not to make a bunch of money or anything like that. I'm not really making money from this podcast. This podcast is to help you. It's to help me. This makes me a better person in my opinion. And it helps change the world. <laughs> uh, I know big dreams changing the world. But in my opinion, that is what it's all about. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you got a lot from it. Please call in the hotline if you have any questions. I'd love to hear from you. Or if you have any suggestions, any feedback. I want to hear it all. Because this is about you. So yeah, that's it for, for this episode. So I'm just going to end it off right now. Um, until next episode. This was episode... What was this? Episode 27. Until the next time. Take care and God bless.